POV with Haley and Bree. Whoa. <laughs> Another week. And yeah. it's not just. It's not just Haley and Bree this time. As you can see, we have a special guest. This is yeah. today Jager, my bonus sister who I had talked about previously yeah. and our fellow friend. So yeah. sister in Christ, you know, there's so many. There's a list. So um, thank you, Danae, so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, we, excited to be so, here. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. We're going to get to know a lot about Danae. So don't you guys worry. You're going to know so many things. You're going to know our mm -hmm. deepest, darkest secrets. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Danae, <laughs> yeah. Um, before we get started, let's do a little check-in, a little vibe check. Um, I hate that I just said vibe check, but vibe it's check. okay. Um, my dad always asks me this question whenever he calls me because he lives five hours away. So he's hmm. like, I don't really know how Bree's doing. So he'll ask me. On a scale of 1 to 10, how are you doing? So you can kind of, like, 10 being the best day ever, 1 being worst day ever. So, scale of 1 to 10, how are you guys doing? Uh, I'll go first. I am <laughs> probably, uh, I'd say, like, a 9. Like, uh, oh, yeah. I? Really yeah, crushing. Yeah. <laughs> really, just set the bar really high. <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to make you feel really bad. Yeah. But, no, yeah, life's good. Things have been really fun recently. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There you go. All right, Bree. Oh, I'll, I'll end it. I'm going to end on a low I'm just kidding, guys. Actually, right now, I'm, I'm about like a seven. So Bro, you're really <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's like Seven, that's good. That's been high for me. So that's, that's an good. average. Yeah. That's 70%. A C? It's passing. It's passing. <laughs> it's passing. That's <laughs> all that matters. Yeah. Haley, yeah. one to ten. I'm probably a seven, too. I try okay. to make it seem like it was a two, throw you guys off, but it's probably a seven. You know, excited to film, you know. It's been a decently good day, so. That's good. It's the end of the day. End of the day. Almost the end of the week. Oh. Well, man. it's Tuesday, so I guess not, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> oh, what a time. Wow. Okay, should we ask Danae the question of the week? I think we should. Do you remember what it is? Yeah. But I want you to take okay. it. <laughs> okay, we're doing a question of the week now, Danae. So this is a very, very important question. Is this the first first question this of the week? This is the first question of the week wow. on the POV. What a privilege. So yeah, honored. honored. <laughs> okay, very important. This is also a very much a Jean question, but mm. I, I just it feels like a Jean question. Jean is my husband. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jean we'll is, Jean's Jean. not here. He might be on the podcast sometime, but he's he's watching your your child, mm -hmm. uh, Darby. So what a great dad. He is. Wow. All right, sorry. Back to... <laughs> okay, if you could close down, shut down any restaurant, fast food restaurant, yeah. because of disgusting food, which restaurant would it be and why? Am I going first again? This is a this you is for you. Oh, just, just to be. For you. Just yeah. for you. Uh, it would be Jack in the Box because. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Bree. Yeah, Bree and Jean love Jack in the Box, so but I their tacos make me want to barf, and that's what everybody says is good there. The only thing I would keep is the Oreo milkshake. Oh, everything else is 100%. garbage and inedible. Oreo milkshake with curly fries. And so anytime good. someone's gone to Jack in the Box, they come back and say, "Man, I had to wait 30 minutes in line okay, for that." that <laughs> <laughs> it is not just the one Jack in the Box. It is all Jack in the Boxes everywhere. Fun fact, Darby is my child. The first place that I went is to get Gene Jack in the Box when he was watching Darby. <laughs> 35 minutes I sat for this guy. No and Whoa. then they didn't give him his sauce. So he got yeah. home and he was 
that. But you know, he didn't have a the sauce. sauce. And I was is, like, I that just That is probably one of my biggest pet peeves is when you go somewhere, a drive-thru, and they don't give you your sauce. That really, I mean, that is a total gene thing to yeah, be yeah. Out, like completely outraged <laughs> over that. But uh, that's why yeah, you have a sorry, sauce Jean. drawer. He's great, though. But also, <laughs> I understand the hate for it because when Haley and the last time Haley and I went. Oh, my gosh. We terrible. waited 45 minutes. I asked for cherries. <laughs> they gave me yeah. no cherries. To be fair, we were also picking up food for Gene. But, yeah. And if anybody knows Gene, Gene's going to kill me. But homeboy orders like $50 <laughs> and I wish I was over-exaggerating. But... Yeah, so like ordering up fifty tacos on top of our meals, you know, like that is and obviously. They, but they didn't give you guys your sauce. Like we were like, uh, no, yeah. we asked for ranch or whatever, and they gave us two ranch for like four people. Like we ordered four, yeah, or five two meals. ranch. It was sad. Yeah. So I understand. Terrible. It's worse. I, I am in love with Jack in the Box's tacos. I mm. do need to stop eating at Jack in the Box because it's a problem. Well, I'll get it shut down. I'll put in a word. Just <laughs> <laughs> right. okay. Please don't. Uh, that would be tragic because it's a really good late night. Snack. No more Oreo milkshakes. No more. And their Oreo milkshakes are superior. Anyways, yeah. we will move on from this um, debatable subject. Anyways, more into Danae because now we get to talk about Danae. Um, Haley, mm-hmm. so you guys knew each other first, so like, yeah. how, do you, how do you, how do you guys know each other, first of all? How do I know today? Um, well, uh, I, were you there when I was a student in high school? I was there your senior years when Whoa, I started. Oh, so crazy. Yeah. I Baby so Haley. Because I don't think I even acknowledged today during wow. that time. Um, no, I did. I thought you was Wait, great. Wait, where? Um, I thought she was great. I just don't remember if she was there. So when I was in um, high school um, and like my own small group, uh, Danae was a leader there. Um, And so um, she was my sister's small group leader, actually. And um, so that's Mm -hmm. how I knew Danae. But also she was like a leader of mine. Um, And then uh, we, after uh, I graduated high school, kind of was like, where do I fit in? Um, Like want to serve. And so... Um, I ended up serving in high school ministry and then was like leading with Danae, um, like working in ministry together. Um, and then uh, Danae and Jean uh, adopted their baby girl, Darby, who is now my niece that I love so much. <laughs> She's pretty cute. She is very cute. Um, and I feel like it, it just took off from there. Like my, pa- my mom started babysitting Darby when we would go to small group. Um, and now they're at my house at least four times a week. Uh, <laughs> and Danae's the best, and I love her. She's like a sister to me, so bonus super sister. great. Yeah, mm-hmm. bonus sister. We're like family now, so yeah. it's great. Can't get rid of us. I read something recently, or uh, didn't read it, actually was told something, uh, that there's a part in scripture that talks about if you um, had a, ch- a child biologically um, and they left the faith, you could... Uh, <laughs> sorry, a little beat. Uh, but if you had a child biologically and you could just, uh, and they left the faith, you can disown them, and it was like they were never your child. Mm-hmm. But if you adopted a child, or this way, like Kaylee and I are kind of like adopted family, there was nothing that you could do to uh, to disown them. And so I was like, that's such a wow. like beautiful picture of Christ, mm-hmm. of what He does, but also of just like the chosen family of uh, like a Christ community is so much more impactful than even like. A biological family. Not that biological families aren't great too, but yeah, um, that's yeah. really cool. Oh. I love that. Well, Bree, yeah. <laughs> how do we know? How do, how do you know? Well, sa- same thing, kind of, because we both met in um, high school ministry. Mm-hmm. So I remember for I like remember first 
Sunday being a uh, high school small group, I walked in and you and Jess were talking about, I think you guys were exchanging baby clothes or something. And I was like, nice. oh my gosh, there's so many moms in this group. All two of us. <laughs> yeah. Two, yeah. Um, and yeah, you were so welcoming. And now I hang out with Haley all the time. So I hang out with you and mm-hmm. now... I'll hang out with you even when Haley's not around. So. What? Just <laughs> Don't Actually, tell Haley. Danae and I hang out more than I hang out with Haley. So. Wow. <laughs> we're also starting a podcast. Yeah. yeah, we're starting a podcast about how to last in a hot tub for like four hours. Yeah, yeah, basically. Degrees. That was rough. We, well, yeah, yeah. We lost like four pounds in, in sweat. Mm-hmm. Wow. The, Can I come on the, the podcast? No. Mm-mm. Oh. No. It's hot tub talks with uh, <laughs> Brie and Danae. Stop. <laughs> I'm being pushed down slowly. No, no, no. Two podcasts. Oh, oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You're just double dipping? You I'm just can't be a guest on ours. Then <laughs> what the heck? You're coming to promote your podcast? Yikes. We are yeah. not coming out with a podcast. No. <laughs> we should. Oh, man. Anyways. No. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so today is a big part of both of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, we see each other multiple times a week. So oh, yeah. It's a fun time, and uh, we're excited to get you guys mm-hmm. to get to know Danae. So kick us off, Danae. Let us know one fun fact, like an, an abnormal fact about yourself. Yeah, um, yeah fun fact. <laughs> uh, I once got my finger stuck in a treadmill. <gasps> so my sister was, I was little, I was probably like six, Um, But my sister was walking on the treadmill, so I was, like, doing a little finger thing, sitting on the ground, having my fingers walk on the treadmill. Then she decides, I'm going to pick up the speed. (laughs) So uh, my finger gets sucked into the side of the treadmill. Then there's a little emergency latch you can just pull off. She does not do that. She just hops off the treadmill. My finger, like, is continuing to go around. So I still have a scar that my dad runs grabs me we lived in an apartment so it's like the apartment gym then he rushes me into the boys bathroom that was mortifying uh but i was probably like six or something but old enough to know i shouldn't be in the boys bathroom yeah Uh, and then yeah we went to the emergency room had to wear a little hand cast thing kept my finger but yeah still still have have a a pretty yeah yeah i think so Uh, (laughs) yeah hey everybody (laughs) lost my thumb it's fun yeah no no it was my pointer finger on my right hand so school was rough Yikes. Maybe it was a little earlier. Like, I might have been like splint? I might have been like first or second grade. I had like a big oh my God. thing and then eventually it moved to a splint. But Whoa. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm fact, glad you survived. Don't don't uh, trust your sister on a treadmill. Fact. <laughs> wild fact for no sure. Treadmills. Yeah, yeah. You told me something yeah, something I want to know. That's that's that was normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Oh man. Okay. Now we're gonna dive we're gonna dive in today. Dive in. Fun talks. Buckle up. I'm excited because Danae is exiting her 20s mm-hmm. very soon. Two months. How does that and feel? Don't remind her. A handful oh, of days. No, actually, I've been telling people since I was like 27 that I'm 30. So <laughs> I fully, I don't know. I just think I feel Should've like it was like, yeah, if I, if I get a head start on it, then uh, I won't feel sad about it. So I'm ready to be 30, basically, right. is what I feel. And Gene's older than me, so I'm always like, well, he's still old. So, yeah. man, it is a weird though like 30 feels like you sh- yeah you gotta figure things out you're 30 but you no. don't yeah no we're, we're gonna fun. talk about how you think you're <laughs> in your 20s oh for sure yeah, today you're supposed to tell them everything good yeah, yeah like, for yeah, sure for we sure we need some hope about starting things, so, uh hopefully you're providing that today cool. <laughs> it's okay if not but there is some pressure yeah 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 <laughs> oh man wow all right, so uh, one question we have mm-hmm. is, look, reflecting back on your 20s, what was 
the biggest well this is we're gonna start on a downer sorry guys what was the biggest low light of your 20s and what was your least favorite or hardest year yeah that is tough the low light uh Actually, if we if you do ask about the highlight, uh, they kind of play. Yeah, they kind of play off of each other. My years are completely different, but okay. kind of. Um, but the low light of my twenties was, as I mentioned, my daughter is adopted. She's um, my whole my sister that I grew up with, biological full sister. Um, she is her biological child, and so. Um, as much as Darby is a blessing to me and she is definitely the highlight of my twenties has been, uh, adopting her and being able to become a mom in that way. Uh, the grieving of the loss of my sister through that, uh, I mean, my sister had an estranged relationship before, um, but this just felt like a, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to have the relation we, we're super close in age. I have two. I have a bunch of half siblings, uh, but I have two full siblings, and we're all within four years of each other. So grew up together, did everything together. If you ask anybody growing up, we were always together, um, whether it was good or bad, uh, doing whatever. But uh, this just felt like a. I don't know how to grieve someone that is still there, mm-hmm. but uh, the relationship is never going to be. What it is, and there, I think throughout your twenties and throughout life, there's lots of relationships that you have to grieve losing. But um, yeah, so that was really, really tough, and not knowing who. To, there's not a lot of people that <laughs> adopt their siblings' children, and then yeah. um, again, Darby is great, and everybody loves her. I think uh, I'm she, very biased, she but <laughs> <is great>. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, having to like walk through that and not really know how to process that, um, while also being so excited about this new chapter. Yeah. Uh, was really challenging. So that's probably the low light of um, the 20s. Yeah, that's a very interesting, like, they contrast each Mm -hmm. other because, like, there's a big low light, but it leads to this big highlight. Yeah, yeah. And I can talk about, like, she's definitely the highlight, but I could spend all 30 minutes talking about how great she is. So (laughs) highlight of my 20s has been becoming a mom and and seeing Jean become a dad and all of that. Uh, And that didn't happen until I was 28, so uh, tail end of my 20s there. Yeah. Yeah. How old is Darby now? Darby is two and a half. So I guess, wait, no, she's just over two. So I guess it was just like end of 27 is when we adopted Darby. Yeah. Yeah. So by then you were already calling yourself 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was ready. (laughs) Wow. Then Darby snuck in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How how was um, like Jean in all that, like your guys' relationship, how is that? Yeah been affected or grown or changed? uh, He's been great. He like fully stepped into dad mode uh so easily and he's a lot more rational and I'm a lot more emotional not in like a bad way but just a complimentary way I think and uh even in conversations with my sister and and Darby's biological dad when that was happening he handled them like so gracefully and um just really caring and really well to get it was like a three-week process that it all happened so um and then Obviously, like you add a child who wants 100% of your attention, so that will uh, put tension on any marriage. But um, we're both like pretty easygoing people, so um, it's been more exciting and fun than I think a huge challenge for us. So it's yeah. been good. You, t- you mentioned it really briefly, but you said like that it was a three week process, like mm-hmm. getting 
So was it a three-week process from, like, meeting Darby? Like, did you have any idea before that you were going to adopt her? Or was it, like, three weeks? Yeah, it was, like, got the phone call on December 22nd that my sister had had a, cha had a kid. Did not know that she was pregnant. Like I said, we, we'd been not in communication for probably about a year and a half, two years at that mm -hmm. point. Um, so Darby was born on December 21st, got the phone call on December 22nd. And it was basically, we'd have to figure out before Darby was released from the hospital. And she ended up spending 21 days there of how we were going to leave the hospital with her because uh, otherwise she'd become a ward of the state and we were in a different wow. state than she was and so it would become a really complicated process to adopt her. Um, a lot of times it could take up to a couple of years and we didn't want to see her bounce around to different foster homes or um, whatever life would have looked like. We wanted to be able to leave the hospital with her. So we, yeah, God's hand was over the whole thing. Um, we got great advice from uh, different people and were able to get a lawyer that um, really helped us out and then like got a call on a Thursday afternoon that she was go 19 days later I guess that she was going to be released from the hospital that Saturday and we needed to get out to Vegas so uh, had a community of people that basically were like bought a strollers pack and play gave us a car wow. to use because our car is tiny and um, yeah drove out there and yeah, then we're able to, it felt super sketchy. Like, walked into the hospital, here's my ID and some paperwork that kind of says I'm a temporary legal guardian. Please send her with me. And wow. they did. Wow. And now look at you now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now it's all official. Adoption's finalized. All the things. But yeah, yeah left yours. left the hospital a little sketch. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. And at 27, too. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, we'll get, we'll like climb our way back up to... 27 yeah. um, but we'll, we'll jump around your 20s a little bit yeah um, what Haley and I have been talking and realizing is um, kind of talking about okay what are some of the areas that people struggle with in their 20s and I think mm. it's everything these categories that we've like <laughs> we just try to now. sum them up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's more up. there yeah but it, I think it like envelopes basically yeah. everything because yeah. everybody struggles with everything for the most part so mm -hmm. to sum up again mm -hmm. um there's social like mm -hmm. how does your you know interactivity uh affect or uh grow or change community physical health financial health career well-being and then we're adding a sixth one mm -hmm. um because i think faith and, mm -hmm. and your spiritual well-being is is a big part of it yeah um so we're going to try to see, like, those areas of your life and, mm -hmm. like, how that led up to Darby and, um, and to where you are now. Yeah. Um, so starting with 20 coming up to 30, what were the areas that you, like, of those six categories, mm -hmm. um, so social, community, physical, <laughs> financial, career, faith, so many, um, what were the areas that you feel like you strat thrived in and mm -hmm. what were the areas you feel like you were like struggling with a bit yeah I feel like early on in the 20s uh definitely like social community was really challenging uh I felt like all of my closest friends went back home after college and at home was not in the same location uh I stayed around the stayed around the university and um it felt like they all left me uh <laughs> and so that was really hard of just where do I find my place? Um, and I went to a school who that like required us to go to chapel three times a week. So I was like, yeah, I don't need to go to a church, which was dumb. Um, but so there wasn't really like a home church community. Um, everybody was gone and everybody was doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. So that was really hard. And uh, Jean and I both are now, and I feel like even then tried 
uh, it would just took a really long time to build. Like we're really passionate and um, like to create community and uh, we're getting better at it, uh, I think. Um, but it's, it's just challenging when I think other people don't value it in the same way or you're so focused on um, what am I going to do? Who am I going to be? All of these things when you just miss out on like what is around you. So even now there's some days where I'm like, I have no friends. What am I doing with my life? Uh, community is just hard. And I think that's like one of the big spiritual battles like in the world is uh, we want to be the body of Christ and the enemy is going to do anything that he can to get in the way of that mm -hmm. and tear that apart or tell you lies if nobody likes you or, oh, if they say no, they don't want to hang out with you. That means like they don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Uh, all of those things that add up that, um, yeah. So it was just really challenging to find our place. And then we ended up in a small group with people that were like in their forties to sixties <laughs> and they were great and super wise, uh, but just not like the community that Jean and I needed for like, let's go to a 10 p.m. Bobo run or uh, yeah. those kind of things in your early 20s. So that's why I would say like was the biggest challenge um, where we thrive or where I thrived. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Um, I think my faith, I didn't um, become like a Christian until I was 19. And so uh, obviously there's just tons of room for growth in my <laughs> 20s. So uh, God has always been uh, prevalent in my twenties and he's felt really near in the hard times, um, rather than distant. And so, um, yeah, my faith and then just realizing like what it means to get plugged in, what it means to serve, what it means to actually be a part of a faith community and just be a Christian in general and what that walk looks like and, uh, daily. Yeah. When did you and Jean get married? How old were you? 21. Like a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. We're 19. <laughs> no. no, no, no. We were crazy. I was about to turn 22. I'm on June birthday. So we got engaged uh, the summer going into my senior year of college. Gene had already graduated. And then uh, he's a year ahead of me. And then we got married two weeks after graduation. Wow. Or three Wild. weeks after. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Baby Danae. Now I look at all, anybody that's getting married that young and I'm like, what? That's crazy. Cheer <laughs> um, guys, stop. <laughs> Uh, ruining everything. Yeah, jeez. Stop <laughs> playing your video game. Uh, but yeah, no, we're we're psychopaths. But it's been great. Yeah. How did that fit into your plan? Like, did you like? Did you always see yourself getting married young? Because I know, like, mm -hmm. like girls, I feel like a lot of times like have their dream like wedding or yeah. like marriage mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, but was that you? No, uh, I'm not a planner. <laughs> so, I had one like serious, as serious of a boyfriend can be in high school that I decided I was going to marry um, because that's just what you do. And um, yeah, so I'm not uh, like to a fault go with the flow. Like adaptability is one of my top strengths, but like the dark side comes out for <laughs> that a lot of the time. Um, so yeah. That was not in the plan. And then I went to a Christian university and everybody jokes about getting your MRS degree. And I was like, that's weird. Um, what is this? Yeah. And especially my freshman year when I was there and I was not a Christian, I was like, these people are insane or like ring by spring, um, all the things. And I was like, that's not going to happen. And then the first night that I hung out with Jean, I, we were sitting on a curb and I was like, I think I'm going to marry this guy. And I was like, 
you're the a psycho. First night. Yeah, which I think I was just like rebounding of like I'm out of a relationship. <laughs> now I love Jesus. This guy loves it was a Jesus. We're clearly But Gene, on the third day that we started that we were dating, uh, he told me that he loved me. I did not say it back for eight weeks. So <laughs> I love that you ran with it because for most people that's like the biggest red flag. But you yeah, know, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, it no, worked no. out I now. I love that. I'm such a like yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, someone so told me they loved me in three days. Like, right yeah. out the door. It'd be some serious red flags. Some, like issues. Yeah. But I wouldn't run out the door. They love me. You know. That's they horrible. love me. That's so cute. Yeah. I don't think I thought it was so cute. But okay. <laughs> I didn't run away. Run so somewhere in the uh, middle yeah, of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. But you didn't leave. I didn't leave. That's and basically, from that moment, we kind of started. I didn't say I love you back, but we kind of started planning our wedding and. Uh, we're again weird people. <laughs> you didn't say I love you. you. Didn't no, you did start, start playing, playing the wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So within the first like two months of dating, we knew like there's gonna be bounce houses. We're gonna have in and out, and it's gonna be at Jean's parents' church, and like, that is all really of the things. That yeah, I didn't know you back then. So I, I didn't. We didn't get to witness oh, this. We should do a vow. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A yeah. Renewal that would and be have fun. Everything back up again. <laughs> okay, Haley, I'll do can that for you. Can I have some money for it? Yeah, Just, sure. Like, perfect. Uh, yeah. There you go. This podcast is taking off today, haven't you seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Hey, we already are racking up a million dollars over here. A million um, buckaroonies. Wow. Oh, man. Insane. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Um, all right. So that's kind of your, like, social mm -hmm. part of it. What about career? Because I know you just got a new job. Yeah. Uh, can I say where? Yeah, yeah, it's sure. At APU. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> no, you can definitely so say where. Working at APU, I feel like, would be fun. Mm -hmm. And that's where you went to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's super yeah. cool to, like, be back on campus and, like, you know, like, did you yeah. want to work there? Did yeah, you ever so have any I, thoughts of working there when you were in mm -hmm. school? Yeah, so I worked there for, three, like I said, not a planner. Uh, worked there for three years after I graduated, and that was really fun, but thought, like, oh, I've been here for seven years. I've got to go figure things out. Got my undergrad and my master's there. Uh, so I left for three years and did a job that was fun. It was for uh, Fuller Seminary, but it was like very data driven. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, literally two weeks ago, started uh, back at APU and back with wow. undergraduate or undergraduate and graduate students and getting to work with them. And APU is just, it's got such a cool community and it's special to work there. And it's also like, it's like where I met my husband, where I met Jesus, yeah. like yeah. all the important things of uh, my life kind of surround there. So. Yeah. It's, it's fun. But career-wise um, has been weird. I'm not like career fiscally. I kind of work so that I could do fun things with for yep. slash for my friends. Like I like to host things or um, throw parties at the scale that I can. <laughs> um, or when a, yeah, or really when, a, yeah, when a friend lets me borrow their house, that's always great. But um, <laughs> our house is fine too. But it is. Yeah, I went to school, was a first-gen student, had no idea what I was doing. My roommate was like, hey, sociology, my brother did that. It's pretty easy. And I was like, "That check that off the box. So <laughs> I will Sign do that. Yeah. Um, and then there's not much you can do with a sociology major. I learned um, <laughs> getting close to my senior year. And so I uh, was like, maybe I'll go to grad school or maybe I'll apply and do Teach for America which is like a program that they put you straight into teaching. And so I got accepted to Teach for America, but they placed me in Las Vegas, was getting married, wanted to stay out here. So that didn't feel like the right decision. And then um, 
I applied to a college. I was like, well, I really like being in college. Maybe I want to like be a college counselor. And so I did my master's in college counseling. And they had a really great scholarship um, where if you worked a grad assistant on campus, it was 50% off tuition, plus yeah. you got a stipend. So pretty much free, um, which was great. Yeah. And then uh, ended up getting hired full time my second year of the program and wow. then stayed around for another year and a half. So um, I, yeah, it just sort of happened. Uh, which I feel like a lot of things in my life. So maybe that's not great advice, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, but a lot of it, I do like pursue things. I don't just like sit around and be like, well, things will happen. Um, I just don't always know like long-term what's my 10, 20 year plan. Do you have a five-year plan? No, I don't. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have a five-year plan. Yeah. Um, just as, yeah, opportunities come up. And I go for, and that's sort of how I ended up back in this position. But um, I'm a supervisor now, which is crazy because I'm definitely not like boss babe Danae, career motivated, <laughs> um, all those things. Mind. I think so. I think, yeah, maybe, but it's <laughs> <laughs> not what like, I, no. yeah, no. Um, but it's, yeah, it's fun. Career has been good. Like I've been able to, to get good jobs and stuff, yeah. but it's not like a main focus for my life. Yeah. Huh. Do you think that? Like, I, some people go to stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home mm -hmm. dad. Do you see that at all in your future? Or do you enjoy working and enjoy having that, like, yeah. outlet almost? I enjoy working. I also really enjoy my kids. So I, if we have more kids ever, we'd see. I, I don't, but I really enjoy, like, the opportunities that me working, like, we're, we're able to pay off our house faster. We're able mm -hmm. to... Um, again, still do things for friends, even though we have um, a kid and a mortgage and all of those things. And I think it's cool to be able to show Darby. We also are very fortunate that Darby goes to school and loves going to school. So it would be much different if I was dropping my kid off and she was screaming her head off or coming home sad. But I get to school and she wants to keep playing and I get like, her there. Away, Basically, yeah, I drop her off and she's like, bye, mom. So um, that's been made it a lot easier and yeah. the pandemic of being able to work well the pandemic's not a good thing but <laughs> being able to work from home yeah. and having that hybrid so if she's sick and I need to stay home with her I don't have to like call out or yeah. the first 18 months of her life um she stayed home with us which was crazy and um probably don't tell my other boss but uh <laughs> yeah so I feel like people know that yeah 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 it's it's just what people are able now. to do now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't fire me can't fire you <laughs> Got yeah, you. I still got my job done, was able to, to do all of that. So, yeah. Um, awesome. yeah, Gene, if he always says his dream is like a teenager was marry a sugar mama, be a stay at home dad. <laughs> and awesome. then he was like, I married a sociology like major. Yeah, and right. yeah, it's, it's not the that's reality. That's everybody's oh, yeah. dream, though. Marry a sugar someone. A sugar someone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. And not have to do anything. And not have to do anything. Yeah, yeah. But and that's not fulfilling. Just do podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz this isn't a job. <laughs> no, it's fun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's like I hate doing this podcast. <laughs> I'm sick of it. No, it's fun. It's no, fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um so 20s, you're exiting your 20s. Mm -hmm. Um what do you what questions do you think you were wrestling with at the start? and like going through your 20s versus now exiting your 20s what things are you questioning mm -hmm. like either faith wise or I don't know uh five-year plan wise yeah what what do you think has changed from like 20 to 29 um 
honestly, a lot of state, like at least big questions have remained the same. I'm just more at peace of like, I'm not going to know that uh, answer. And so kind of early on in my 20s, uh, right after Jean and I got married, I didn't talk to my dad for a full year. Like no, no text messages on birthdays, holidays, anything like that. Uh, just had a really uh, rough time. And our relationship has always been like, uh, but uh, also <laughs> during that time is when I was getting my master's. I had like just been offered a, jo- a full-time salary job. And so it was just like, how do I wrestle with the tension? And I think similar with like the Derby situation, there's like always this tension of man, God, like you are so good. And I see that, but this world is so broken. And why can't everybody see that? Like you are what is good. And that just like hurts my heart. And, um, and just like the rest, I think early on, it was a lot more wrestling with like, why me? Like, this isn't fair. Like my friends have normal families or like, this shouldn't be happening like this. Uh, like I would be more confident. I would be more X, Y, Z if you just gave me like some support where it feels like I've got nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, when really like God is what is consistent and what is pure and kind and yeah. all of that. Yeah. Um, but I'm just more like at peace with like, I guess, knowing <laughs> that the fall has happened. Yep. There's redemption, mm-hmm. but like there's the fall. There's mm-hmm. redemption. And like it just is like a constant tension. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was more prevalent in my early twenties of like, really, really just being like, I don't get this. It's like weighing on me and now it's, I still don't have an answer, but Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. it's, uh, yeah, just more reliance on God, I think now. Yeah. What advice would you give your 20 year old self? Hmm. 20 year old baby Dene. (laughs) Um, I think, or even early twenties Yeah. in like the least doomsday <laughs> like uh i want this to be like encouraging but it might come out as like not encouraging uh, <laughs> cool uh like nothing like jesus died and that is what matters and like this world doesn't really like it matters but it doesn't really matter like nothing matters nobody cares uh is what i constantly feel like i'm saying and like <laughs> not <laughs> not in a bad way but like what matters is jesus died And we are going to, like, live eternity with him. And so uh, Jean's mom is, like, a great example of this. Hey, Train. Uh, That was my stop. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. Dang it. Um, But. (laughs) Yeah. Jean's mom is a great example of this. uh, She has a lot of health stuff that she deals with, is constantly in pain. But anytime you talk to her about anything, she's like, oh, man. I'm going to pray for that person. And I'm like, no, I was just telling you they did a bad thing or like, uh, like count it, like truly count it all joy of like, oh man, hasn't Jesus given us so much. And I think that's, what's important to recognize of like, I was so concerned about so many things and there's so much like, not like I can just sit back and do nothing, but there is a lot of like, oh God, this is yours. I'm handing it over and I don't need to be stressed about this and I can count it all joy. And the world is going to look at me like I'm crazy because I'm over here like trying to die to myself and pick up my cross. Yeah. And they're like, why are you making these decisions? Why aren't you just being boss babe Danae? Like, yeah. why are you just, yeah. why are you caring about other people? Why are you doing hard things? But I think we are like, mm-hmm. we truly are called to do hard, hard things. things. Yeah. And uh, especially people like being a Christian means like you're going to do hard things. Um, but it's for eternity and like you're you're that is what we're setting our sights on Mm -hmm. um 
yeah, so not that nothing matters necessarily, but like only one thing really truly matters at the end of the day. And yeah. how do I live my life knowing that and people being able to see that through yeah. my life? That's really cool to me. Yeah. I think, I think um, I've been struggling with that too. Mm. Like, dang, there's like all this hurt and brokenness. And I think, okay, sorry to bring it up, but mm. like going through like a breakup, I mm -hmm. think has really like changed my perspective of like, okay, I'm dependent on, I don't know, being with somebody. I'm dependent mm -hmm. on having a family or like mm -hmm. I need this thing in my life or um, something mm -hmm. that I desire in my life. But I think like God's the one that we should depend on. Like mm -hmm. he really is the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just, it's a, it's a hard thing to be like, oh, like, because there's so many things in this world that are distracting mm -hmm. us, like, yeah. whether it's relationships or career, like, all these things that the world says matter and the world says are important, but it, they're really not. Yeah. They really know? matter. Yeah. People matter and loving people matter. Mm -hmm. and Those are all products of... Yeah. And if you look at any of, like, Jesus' close homies, like, none of them had, like, a cush life. Like, yeah. it, um, uh, Jean's, me Jean's, Graham, Jean's comes from a great just history, generational generations of, uh, like, just strong Christians. But uh, Jean's grandma, who's passed away, but she used to always talk about, like, oh, if I'm not struggling, I'm probably doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, the people that That's are closest, right. but it's also, yeah, nobody wants to struggle. Oh, like, nobody yeah. wants to have a hard time, but... <laughs> Like, uh, Paul's literally writing letters from prison. Like, he's yeah. not, like, and he's one of Jesus' like, closest, uh, yeah, like, literally writing most of the New Testament. And his life is not super cushioned. So not that, like, God doesn't give us stuff to enjoy, but just recognizing, like, yeah, like you said, people matter, loving them matters, but that's really hard because yeah. we're all broken. And, uh, yeah. Well, it's hard. But we're going to make it. We're yeah, close. you are. We got push through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's really, I love that. So thank you for that encouragement. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Um, um, yeah. Little preaching moment. Go Danae. Whoa. <laughs> um, we're running out of time, sadly, which I feel like we could keep talking for like so much because there's so many things that I want to ask and that we could talk more. Yeah. Um, another time. Another time. We'll have you back on if you're willing. Um, Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched our podcast. Have you watched one of our episodes yet? I watched the first oh. one. I did, wow. yes. Woo. That was really bad. It was great. Was like, never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> never watched Actually, it. Haley just asked me to dinner, but there's no food. <laughs> <laughs> Haley set me up. Don't, but don't you like the coffee table? It's great. Yeah, yeah. It took a lot of effort to get there, but it looks good. Um, anyways, <laughs> at the end of the episode, we do... POVs. Mm. Since you're on mm -hmm. our podcast, do we you want to hear it? Do, do, do you want to be included? I'd love to be included. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do POVs <laughs> with Haley and Bree and, and Danae. Danae. There we go. Doesn't, doesn't roll off the tongue three, as well, but. Three parts that <laughs> It's okay. Danae. There we go. make it rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. Danae, what is your POV? I get to start again. Um, <laughs> my POV is that nobody actually likes pretzels. Like but soft pretzels or hard pretzels? pretzels? No, no, no. Soft pretzels, those are great. Everybody likes I soft pretzels. pretzels. Hard pretzels, nobody actually likes them, but nobody actually dislikes them. They're just there. They're <laughs> like the world. Like, you don't dislike them. You don't like them. But somebody created them, and they are all there. I guess you're right. That's interesting. I'm glad you created them. You will eat though. them, and you could be like, hmm. But nobody's like, hey, 
you know what? Pick me up from the... I've never had anybody ask me, hey, you know what? Pick me up from the store for the party. Some hard pretzels. But what they're always at the... Peanut butter pretzels. That's different. You put chocolate on pretzels, it's no longer just a yeah, pretzel. You, like, you put peanut like butter in it. Pretzels. <laughs> Stick pretzels yeah. are the, the pretzel-shaped ones. I guess that's true. You don't dislike them, but yeah, again, you've never called someone up and be like, hey, we're having a party. Get the pretzels. Whoa. Unless they're dipping it in chocolate. That's, mm -hmm. that's true. Or unless you're going to somebody's house that really likes pretzels. But Nobody the does. Slim. You can, yeah, no, they don't. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, that's my POV. All right. Danae's POV numero uno. Mm -hmm. Numero uno. First and last. No. Oh, Just oh, kidding. No. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. She's Just kidding. It all right, Bree. No, this was POV. great. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> What's Bree's POV so numero? This, this is probably not going to be super um, contradictory. No. Contradictory? Controversial. Controversial. Um, wow. <gasps> that, was, that was bad. Controversial. Okay. But a few months ago, I had told Haley um, that. I'm trying to reflect. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, sure it was you. Oops. Oh, well, I'm I'll, sure I'll tell you. I was arguing that donuts are not a breakfast food. Do you remember that? Was that you? Uh, it might have been me. I'm pretty sure. I, I think it was you. It probably was. Don't, I was hard like, yeah, donuts are not a breakfast food because they're I, dessert. It's like pure sugar. It's sugar and bread. I think that is pretty controversial. But, for you. <laughs> but I'm, okay. I'm wrong. I'm taking Oh. Whoa. I, I, I think I do remember having this conversation yeah. because I grew up eating donuts, donuts. every Saturday or Sunday yeah. for like at least like 15 years straight. My, so. my, my thinking in saying that they weren't a breakfast food is because it's dessert. But then the other day I was like, oh, do we want to go get donuts for dessert? I was like, no, donuts are a breakfast food. And I was Whoa. like, oh. Mm. You hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the show and let Haley know in front of everybody that donuts are, are a breakfast food. Do you know who doesn't like donuts? Danae. Yeah. I don't that's like donuts. Better. That's controversial right there. <laughs> that's really controversial. But people like donuts. I, I, so that's not my point of view that donuts are the worst. But it, I do believe they are the worst. <laughs> but I also know that people like them. Mm. Fish. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that's my POV number 16. 16? Yeah. We're, we're not jumping anymore. That brings straight to 16. <laughs> Whoa. So 1, 15, 16. I think we did 1, 5, 15, 16. Okay. What's yours? What's your number? Number 13. Okay, we're going for it. I don't remember what number you did last time. I don't remember either, to be completely honest. Hopefully it wasn't 13. Um, <laughs> I think Dr. Pepper is the superior soda. And I know people might not agree with that because there are some, like, Diet Coke, like, fanatics. Mm. But I don't think... Yeah. I, don't, I, I just feel like Dr. Pepper is, is just, like, God sent. Like, I feel like... God handcrafted that himself. That's like I know he did. <laughs> but like I think he really took his. Time he was on looking Dr. out for Pepper. you. I think he really took his time on the person mm -hmm. who invented Dr Pepper and was like, "You gotta make yeah. it right." But it also is so interesting because I don't think I realized like there's 23 different like flavorings so involved in, Coke. in there. Oh, what? Yeah, there's 20 like That's 23 like flavors motto, that make up Dr Pepper. And it's like wild. So like one of them's like licorice. What? Do you know them all? Can you list them all? Uh, no, I'm not. Could you imagine? That'd be really cool. I don't. <laughs> um, I could look it up, but like uh, I'll have to come back next week and like have it all prepared. But it's like licorice <laughs> is one of them. Like caramel. There's like some like caramel? out of pocket 
out-of-pocket things. See, okay, I... In but col- anyway, somehow... All mixed it all up. comes it together. It's delicious. the best. Heaven. I don't drink soda anymore. But you I don't drink either. Dr. Pepper? No. Would you drink Dr. Pepper? If I'd, Dr. Pepper was a choice, would you drink it? I would drink water over Dr. Pepper. I, I know that's that like... That was the wrong answer. I would also... I agree, Brie. <laughs> like I also think that all water. of the dark sodas taste the same, no, except for root beer. No, but I don't like any Dr. of them. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. So nah. Coke and Pepsi taste the same. And so no. does Dr. Pepper. Coke and Pepsi. Dr. Pepper. Coke and Pepsi taste the same. 100%. Dr. Pepper has like a slight like sourer taste. I don't know the last time I actually took a sip. Beer, but like sweet. Sprite. (laughs) 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 This is controversial. This right here is really making me think. You're crazy. Yep. (laughs) Anyways. What a POV. We're gonna go. There's Dr. Pepper in here. No, there's not. This is tea. I filled it with Dr. Pepper. This is really sweet tea. Can you taste the difference? (laughs) You know what's funny is I cut out soda. Because I was like, I drink, I eat and drink too much sugar, but I still drink juice, and I feel like that mm. is the same amount. Look what you've done. Probably. Anyways, we've gone All on right. a long time about sodas. Way too long. But thank you today for being yeah, here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having today. me. Um, thanks for I'll look for my check. Out. Just oh, kidding. Oh, you look for your what? Oh, your <laughs> check? Mm-hmm. Did you tell her that it's zero dollars? Actually, sorry, it's 15%. Okay. Of whatever we make on this 15% of zero dollars. Which is zero dollars. That's all right. That's all right. So, all right. Anyways. We'll send it to you in the mail. <laughs> It'll be here in five to six business months. <laughs> so don't say that. Then we, yeah. It'll be fine. We'll send Anyways, thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, yeah. Give Danae some love in the comments or shoot She's her great. Text. Yeah. Um, if you have her number, if not. If not, I'm not going to give it out. Yeah, that's fair. No, yeah. Her number is right here on the screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look below. <laughs> Psych! Just kidding. Anyways, we'll see you guys next Tuesday for another episode of POV with Haley and Brie. See you there. POV with Haley.